You're listening to Two Girls, One Crypt. Listen if you dare. Spoilers ahead. I don't know what the hell's in there, but it's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. What's your favorite scary movie? I swear to God, this water was not sitting there a second ago. Um, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was, but it's already open. Mm-hmm. A ghost might be roofing you. <laughs> it's my bed bedtime water. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, bedtime water put bottle. That out for future you. <laughs> so I listened to. Well, I listened to part of our episode today, but I mm-hmm. also listened to the very end. Where we spun the wheel. Yeah. Because it got me really pumped up for this episode again. You listen to us <laughs> screaming. Yeah. Like fucking maniacs. Oh my God, Missy, I manifested this. Oh my God. We scream <laughs> we literally screamed like little children. And just so happens that today is a full moon. That is a fun coincidence. <clears throat> and if we instead of posting on friday the 27th if we post on saturday the 28th that's a full moon as well let's do it yeah oh we kind of have to since it's werewolves it's it's like one day i was like we can do it on saturday let's do it i love that okay i hate that this is gonna uh wait a whole month for people to hear it but it's okay it's okay well we have what do we have coming up before that friday Friday, jesus christ our magnum opus that we haven't recorded yet but that's gonna be a doozy i have four more to watch so i'm trucking listen i 100 respect the grind i understand the like it's work like not even kidding it's work and i mean i'm sure we'll talk about it but i don't understand how anyone this is like their favorite series i don't get it so i've always yeah one thing and i won't we won't harp on it because we'll save it for the episode but i always liked jason Mm -hmm. but i like jason separate from that those films i I still like jason yeah jason's fine i'm gonna rock my t-shirt i'm gonna yeah have my little jason planter i'm gonna you know like but i'm not gonna stand those movies will i ever watch any of the Friday the 13th movies again? Probably not. I don't know. I, now, the TV show. I haven't watched the TV show. No, it hasn't come out yet. But... No, but you meant the old Friday the 13th. There's like one that was in between. It was like early 90s, I think. Whenever the Nightmare on Elm Street TV show was out, there was a Friday the 13th. Interesting. Yeah. They talked about it in the documentary. It was like a haunted curio shop with haunted objects and like it was like an anthology series that didn't really have anything to do with jason it was just like well none of those movies really have anything to do with jason you are so right (laughs) so So, honestly that just goes to show we can enjoy jason without enjoying those movies because he doesn't really have a whole lot to do with those movies (laughs) oh anyway 
Ja. <lacht> you know what? You can leave us in the episode because by the time people listen to this, they'll have already listened to Friday 13th. Yeah, I, so. I literally just went through that whole thought process. I was <laughs> like, no, that's just going to stay in. Yeah. Because <laughs> I could repeat all that with much more passion. Oh, I can't wait. And hatred. I'll have four more under my belt. So oh, Christ. Oh, it's like a it's like a wrestling belt. That's the belt. <sighs> it's a championship <clears throat> belt. If you want to But um on to what we're actually gonna talk about. Yeah. Werewolves. Werewolves. All right. So we are excited, excited to yeah. talk about werewolves period <laughs> uh, i know it doesn't sound like it i'm working up the i'm getting there just give me a second well while we get there we can go today. through horror news there's not a yeah. whole lot no because i feel like everything we've already a lot of stuff is coming out like this week and next week <clears throat> and we've already yeah. mentioned it well, today that we're filming this, September 29th, uh, the 10th installment of your favorite slasher movie dropped. <laughs> That's right, you bitch. <laughs> you saw X's out today. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've been actually... holding on to that joke all day. I almost texted it to you. I'm so proud of you. No, I'm glad you just said it. That's so, I'm so dumb. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, it's getting good reviews. So I'm, I heard it's really good. I yeah, heard it's the best sequel. See it. I'll watch it anyway. I love me too. The Saw movies. <laughs> like, you really yeah. can't screw it up enough for me to not like it. So, yeah, along I've seen with more. The Exorcist, which um, comes out on the 6th. So, next Friday. Next Friday. Um, there was a review embargo on this for. Uh, I think until just recently, like they weren't letting any critics see it, which is always bad news. Ooh. Um, so I don't have a whole, <laughs> but that's another series that a I shame. Just, I I know. I mean, I enjoy watching them regardless. So yeah, whatever. But um, do you watch the last drive-in? No. Okay, so it's on Shutter. It's basically the reason Shutter is like running these days he's holding it up it's getting better but <clears throat> the last drive-in with joe bob briggs uh he used to do a like he used to host drive-in movies back in the 90s it was called um monster vision mm -hmm. and so you like watch a movie with him and it's like elvira you watch the movie with him and he'll there'll be like instead of commercial breaks it'll be a break and he'll he's always got like trivia and uh he'll usually have a guest from the movie or the crew from the movie to interview um i love it there's like i don't know six seasons or something on shutter you can go back and watch um but it's been renewed for next season cool. and typically it's a double feature every friday night and so we get like i don't know six episodes a season but mm -hmm. they start the movie at like 8 p.m. So it's until like 1 a.m. But oh, this, wow. yeah, this, and I've never, I never stay awake for the second movie, but <laughs> this season they're doing one movie. So I'm fucking thrilled. And then That's we're getting cool. like, yeah. So we're getting like over 30 episodes, <clears throat> one movie a Friday, which for us old people is better. <laughs> um, but you should check it out. 
Okay. I love What's Joe it called? Bob. Let me write it in my notes. It's the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. I'm trying to think if he's done any werewolf movies lately. I probably should have checked that out. I'm excited to hear you talk about werewolf books. Oh, God. Well, you might be disappointed. We'll talk yeah. about that when we get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Next on our list. Are You Afraid of the Dark? The official podcast and Audible original podcast is now available. Tell me more. So I just heard about this um, like a couple of days ago. I, th- I think it had just launched. I didn't even know they were making it. So I went and listened to the first episode yesterday and it's very very for kids okay so um you know for anyone who has young children like not even teens like it's it's kids which is great i mean yeah i think starting young so yeah that was my gateway yeah if you i mean it's a really really well produced podcast um it's like did you ever listen to adventures in odyssey yes okay that's what it reminds me of like, oh yeah like like it's like a cartoon but you're just listening to it i loved adventures in me odyssey too that was like my favorite thing mm-hmm. when i could only listen to that or yeah contemporary christian music <laughs> i was like just give me a book please <laughs> <laughs> Um, that reminds me, I listened to, um, Ankle Snatcher today. Oh, did you? How was it? I liked it. It was like 45 minutes. So super, super quick. And okay, good. Yeah. I downloaded all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I should just say that too. If you have Amazon prime, there is a package deal. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what it's called? It's like, hmm. Is it not creature Creature feature? Is it called creature feature? Mm -hmm. It's six different short stories novellas yeah. by six different authors grady hendrix being one i think paul joe tremblay, hill yeah joe hill i think paul tremblay wrote one. Oh yeah um yeah but we'd mentioned the the grady hendrix ankle mm-hmm. snatcher story before so you get six of them for free if you have amazon prime i love it and um, you you get it for kindle and you also yes. get it audible which yes. i love me too um, i'm so excited to see you could listen well, I signed up for it or I did whatever when you sent it to me. And mm-hmm. then I, I was like, how do I get in my Audible? But I guess it took a minute because I found them today. Do you know what? If I have one complaint <clears throat> about, well, no, I won't say that. I was going to say if I have one complaint about Amazon. I have a lot of complaints about Amazon. But that's one of the things that drives me nuts. Like the Audible Amazon integration is and Kindle mm-hmm. It's so difficult to figure out. Yeah, it really is. You better, yeah. Um, I didn't even go look in Audible to see if it had downloaded for me. I hope so. Oh, uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and so, they're all like really short, like 45 to like an hour to okay. listen. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just throw it on tomorrow and listen to yeah. all of them. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else am I going to do? <laughs> I have a lot of things to do. I don't know what I'm talking about. So well, much. you're caught up on all of our projects. I'm yeah. But sure. I, it's Halloween, de- Halloween decoration time. So yeah. I'm busy. That's I've been true. forgetting to call my grandma for like a month. So that I need to do that. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> sure. Um, <clears throat> speaking of horror franchise TV shows, mm-hmm. there is reportedly a bidding war going on for the rights to halloween 
yeah. between Miramar and A24. I think we all know who I hope wins. <laughs> yeah. Same. It is a TV. It's a series, correct? That they're trying to make? Not a movie? Not a movie? I thought it was, um, I think it was just the right. So I didn't oh, know. Maybe it is. But they are making a Friday the 13th series that is being worked on and developed. They are doing the Friday 13th yes. series. Um, that is A24, I believe. That is A24, yeah. and it's going to be on Peacock, which I don't have, but I will because yeah. I am going to watch that. Yeah. I don't do I have, I think <clears throat> I have regular Peacock. So if it's on that, if not, I'll get Peacock. Yeah. Plus whatever the hell it I'm is. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Because as much I as think. As just shit on it. <laughs> yeah. I watch it. I'm going to check it out. And honestly, I think it's going to be better because maybe they'll, fl- I think it's going to be a little, um, like, uh, oh God, what's the word? Um, like a prequel situation. Like we'd okay. find out more about Jason, maybe, uh, you know, like what? as a kid. Sure. I don't, it's just <laughs> after seeing nine of these movies and what I have found out about Jason, like, I don't give a shit anymore because his um, story's changed like 12 times. I'm at six mm-hmm. and I don't know a whole lot about Jason. So I don't. There's a lot of liberties taken. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. Once well, we get to like in- Jason goes to hell, just wait oh, for it. Can't can't wait for that one. Mm. I think I've crossed over to the they're going to be really bad now. Like the ones I've watched, I don't think we're as bad. as I, Anyway, anyway. Yeah, see, <laughs> we just we need to record that ASAP. I need to get it out of my fucking it's in my soul. It's not just in my yeah. brain. I got out. four more. I'll, I'll get on that. And I'll you get on it this week. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so there's a holiday horror. It's a wonderful knife. Yeah. That is starring Jane Whittup, Joel McHale, and we mention him every episode, Justin Long. How are we how do we talk about him every single at every topic? Justin Long comes up somehow. He's acquired by RLJE Films and Shudder ahead of Beyond Fest premiere. Um, so yeah, it's basically just like a I think it's a Shudder original. I'm thrilled for this. Yeah, oh yeah. As the title it just it gets me I, yeah that's just fun a, it's a wonderful knife mm-hmm. and justin long i mean why it not be a musical <laughs> it sounds like a musical it's a wonderful knife no probably not you're right no strong okay <laughs> Ooh, okay uh joel McHale, i love him too yes i love him we watched community somewhat recently all the way through and we enjoyed it I used to watch The Soup back in the day. Oh, yeah. That was my news. <laughs> you too. That's That explains a lot about our generation. That's where we got our news from. Sure does. The Soup. Yeah. Oh, lovely. <clears throat> All um, right. Are you ready? You to get to go in? first. Yeah, I do. Um, we should probably bring up, if I cut out the first part, uh today is a full moon that mm-hmm. we're recording we didn't do this on purpose um and when you are listening to this it will also be a full moon uh serendipity man yeah it's when perfect it happens, it happens i think i'm going to talk about uh the fever dream that is the company of wolves first um the company of wolves was made in 1984 
I picked this movie because for some reason, something about this movie has like rooted itself in my brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it's the special effects. Also, the fact that it's like a dark fantasy, it feels like it's almost like labyrinth in a way. Mm-hmm. It's got that same feeling. Um, it's like a fairy tale. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's, I think it's creepy as hell. Um, 1984, it's old as shit. Uh, it's directed by Neil Jordan, who directed Greta, which you almost picked last episode for Psychological Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, Byzantium, which is one of my favorite vampire movies. And uh, Interview with a Vampire. Hmm. Which I can't like piece that together in my brain that he directed this and interview with a vampire. It's so interesting. I mean, it's still got like that fairy tale feel to it. Yeah. But um he's got more money for his <clears throat> movies between that and if you've been a vampire with a vampire. Uh, the synopsis is a teenage girl in a country manor falls asleep while reading a magazine. And has a disturbing dream involving wolves prowling the woods below her bedroom window. And the tagline is the desire, the fantasy, the nightmare. This movie is like one, two. It's like three levels deep. It's almost like Inception. Like, yes, you open in what would be the present in 1984. And then the next part of the movie is in the dream of a girl in the house that you you entered when you began the movie and then inside of her dream as she's playing herself she's being told fairy tale stories by her grandmother or she's telling a fairy tale story and then you see else. those stories right yeah. played out and they happen at different time periods but they're all about some part of like a werewolf lore um the whole movie basically and this i think this happens a lot with werewolf stories one of yours especially it's just a metaphor for puberty and a metaphor for like uh like sexual awakening because this girl is 13 not even i don't think i think she's a grandmother she's like 12 and three quarters i thought she was older than that gross yeah because she gets hit on a lot yes she gets hit on by someone her own age i hate i hate that boy yeah he kind of made me think of um like the boy who cried wolf yeah makes me think of a lot of other real people (laughs) um and then she's also hit on by uh adult older men much older men Mm um i just you know it feels weird to watch it I really liked this movie. Yeah. Um, it like I said, it, it's just fairy tales. It was mm-hmm. very like wistful, and it was Angela Lansbury. Yes, like I forgot to mention that she's the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very dreamy. I mean, it is yes. literally in a dream. But, yeah. Like the whole atmosphere <clears throat> was. I don't know. It's your classic like fairy tale werewolf instead of like. I don't know because it is violent too. I was gonna say like your uber violent vamp werewolf story, but it was a good like mixture. 
Because yeah. at one point, I'm like, is this a horror movie? And then I was like, yeah, yeah it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's definitely a horror movie. Yeah. And then you kind of go back to, is this just like fantasy? Yeah. I think it's mostly like a dark fantasy, but like, especially the two werewolf transformations, they're 100% <clears throat> horror. Well, I liked that they brought in red riding hood with yes. the red cloak that grandmother made i mean i love red riding hood i'm Me actually too. i can't believe i forgot to make us watch that movie so next time we do I was werewolves about to say we'll just you know, yeah this would stay on the wheel yeah Yo, oh, yeah um but i love i love anything red riding hood and i like that grandmother always warned her mm-hmm. for the men who like beware of a man whose eyebrows, eyebrows meet, in the, meet middle. in the middle yeah and she loves that some wolves are hairy on the inside i was like oh man i really love the love script that. yeah yes um so angela lansbury's in this um jim carter who plays the second husband of granny's sister you remember when she's telling her story about her sister mm-hmm. who got married and then her husband left and then just didn't come back home so she married again yeah that second husband is jim carter who plays mr carson in downton abbey oh yeah um terrence stamp plays the devil in that one story where he's in like his is he in a car yeah he was in a car or was it a carriage going through the woods um wow it's weird that i'm saying a car and a carriage in my brain right now either way (laughs) uh he was in La- you saw last night in soho right yes the silver-haired man at the end that she mm-hmm. thinks was adult Jack, <clears throat> was that his yes mm-hmm. um yeah that's him so the werewolf transformations mm-hmm. i think this is one of the main reasons that i picked this movie other than like i'm a sucker for dark fantasy like right that's if i'm being honest i'd probably pick fantasy over horror if like you're gonna put lord of the rings in front of me and tell me to never watch it again or never watch another horror movie ever again i'll probably choose lord of the rings um the two werewolf transformations are like just metal as hell they really are they come from the inside yes which you know draws back from the from granny warning about men being hairy on the inside that's what she Mm -hmm. means these werewolves um i think the first guy his he has to peel his own skin off for the wolf to come out and then he is just a skeleton with muscle and that part of him starts transforming into the werewolf form and these are all Mm -hmm. practical i mean obviously it's 1984 there's not much you can do with no computer (laughs) so (laughs) the practical effects are incredible they and really I, are i know they look i mean obviously you can tell like they're old but i think they age well because the eyes i think i so. still think yeah i think it's still scary and gross well, you're watching a movie from 1984 and mm-hmm. it's a fairy tale like it feels very fairy tale you yeah. have wolves and baskets and little girls in red and woods you know and then you see it just it matches yeah special and effects. i think the movie ma- like does such a good job of like building that atmosphere and like the world building that you fe- you kind of like by the time you get to 
a man peeling his skin off. <laughs> like you already feel like you're immersed in this world anyway, where weird things happen. So it doesn't feel, you know, out of place and dated. I still think it's a great werewolf transformation. I love it. And it has one of my favorite, I guess, like not twists. Cause I mm-hmm. wouldn't really say it was a twist, but one of my favorite things about, um, werewolf anything that has to do with red riding hood she is a wolf or she becomes a wolf and i love that that was my this time around because i hadn't seen it in well i lied i watched it like a few months ago but i didn't like think about it yeah and i think that was my favorite part of the movie now as an adult at the end where she chooses to mature and Mm -hmm. run with the wolves instead of going back to her that weird creepy boy that i hated like just his face i wanted to punch him one i hate the way he looks and And he was like trying to force himself on her extremely rapey i hated that boy yeah um so yeah i'm so happy she chose well you know i can't even say that because she's like 13 and i'm happy she chose to go run away with the adult werewolf (laughs) yeah and his transformation was completely different and it was like an already like fully formed wolf uh-huh. that came out of his human mouth I mean, he was a wolf wolf like not a werewolf yeah. he was a wolf wolf yeah which is interesting yeah and my like of all like the i mean you could see this and hold on in my background here yes i've been you trying to see, see this hold on <laughs> I don't know how to get out of the way so you can see it. Okay. Uh, these are my favorite werewolves. This um, uh-huh. this little guy. I love him because he looks like a gremlin. He does um, look like a gremlin. Late phases. Late phases. Uh, this. Oh, God. I'm mirrored. So uh, this guy, which you should recognize. Yes. This girl, I mean. Girl. Uh, from Cursed. Uh, mm-hmm. This is my laptop background. This is just one of my favorite pictures of all time. Just that exist on the whole planet. It's a good one. Uh, and then this guy might be my favorite werewolf design period from the Howling. Uh, my favorite werewolves don't look like wolves. They they're more of like the like, like lichens. The, yeah, I like the the real like monster werewolf. I have loved wolves for so long mm. i got in a huge phase i actually have Did you have cons- a t-shirt with the did wolves howling at the moon no i wish i did you need one okay we'll have Send to find a link. one yeah right um <laughs> i conceived a story that i've literally i have worked on for like 10 years i haven't worked on it in a long time but literally yeah oh. it called i mean i'll go ahead and say it it's it's basically about three siblings. TM, TM, TM. This is trademark. Nobody yeah. has this idea. <laughs> All right. Ned's sneezing. Um, I just heard him. Oh, poor baby. God, that's so drama. Um, oh. About three siblings, two brothers and a sister, and they're mm-hmm. wolves. And the idea is that each of them represent... It would be like three stories, but each okay. would represent different famous stories of werewolves. So like I love it already. Um one brother, Tristan, is in love with someone who basically is Red Riding Hood, like mm-hmm. that kind of storyline. Um 
the uh, oldest one, Luther, is basically becomes the big bad wolf. Like he's okay. kind of becomes the evil one the because because the three a family of three brothers kills his fiance. Oh my god! And so that kind of like spirals him into evil. And then their sister, I can't remember. I could never remember her name because I changed it so many times. Um, but Luna. She, ooh, Luna. You know, the moon. I like it. Yeah. Um, she, I think hers was kind of like, um, I used the boy who cried wolf with her. Okay, I was trying um, to think There of what is a other- Peter as uh, well. Yeah, Peter, Peter and the wolf. The wolf. Yeah, and I forget, but it's literally that's why I ha- I've had a playlist for over eleven years that of tracks. songs. Because yep. mm-hmm. you're writing a novel. Yeah, because I love the idea of like mixing things too, mm-hmm. like lichens and just straight up werewolves, mm-hmm. and like I love bringing in the fairy tale aspect. Um, I already can't anyway. wait to read it. Can One you write it right now, please? You just I mean, get it's all been that. ten years. I really Please? should <laughs> just do that. But, uh, but I did really love this. Um, this is like a. I don't know. I feel. I wish I had seen this as a child. I yeah. feel like I would have really loved it. It's like borderline not appropriate for a child. I, if I would have seen this as a kid, it would have scared the shit out of me. That I can um, tell you. The witches. Hello. Yeah. That. I would have been scared of men at yeah. earlier age than I already was, <laughs> um, which is appropriate. Yeah. Um, and just the like the effects would it would have scared the shit out of me, and I would have mm-hmm. loved it. I mean, yeah. And I think that's I do like have that nostalgia. Like I I don't know when I first saw this movie. It was yeah. at some point in the nineties, so I was probably too young anyway. But mm-hmm. it's like it's got that real like I mean you've. First of all, the production, they didn't have a lot of money. They could only yeah. afford 12 trees. It felt kind of Disney. Yeah. It feels like you're on a sound state, which you are. Mm. And you can tell. It <laughs> definitely did. Yeah. It definitely, you know, you're not in the woods. You're on a set. Yes. And yeah. it's very obvious, but like, And I these don't know. trees were probably used in like Narnia or something. Yes. You know, from like the them, 1990s. To yeah. Mm-hmm. um but yeah, the bbc production of it, narnia probably they're probably from doctor who <laughs> they're cheap ass productions too but i don't know it feels nostalgic to me if you at all like fantasy with like uh m- more than a touch of horror it's like mm-hmm. a couple <clears throat> of horror maybe uh definitely watch it this would definitely be good to watch with like an older child too mm-hmm. who likes that kind of stuff. Even yeah. like maybe one who doesn't scare easily or something, but yeah, I love it. Yeah. If, if yeah, I mean, I if you can like, watch the witches, you can watch the shit because the witches anything. are scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. This is a good like tween, early teen to yeah. watch with your kids. Talk yeah. a lot about kids this episode and it's werewolves. That's weird. Mm. Yeah, most of our, um, a lot of our movies, if not. Not kid-friendly. Yeah. No, they're definitely not kid-friendly, but I'm just, they all have kids in them. Or uh, young adults. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, 
for the most part yeah yeah anyway um so which one are you going to talk about first i'm going to talk about ginger snaps yes i um okay so ginger snaps was made in 2000 which it has more of a 90s feel to it i I definitely thought it was the 90s yeah um it's it's directed by john fawcett it stars Catherine isabel and emily perkins the plot excuse me i gotta catch my breath hold on (laughs) take your time can't breathe out my nose Two death-obsessed sisters, outcasts in their suburban neighborhood, must deal with the tragic consequences when one of them is bitten by a deadly werewolf. So, oh, and the tagline is... It's a good one. She's got the curse. There's also another tagline. Um, They don't call it the curse for nothing. I just, I think they're both so good. Because they're obviously, like, referencing, like, getting your period. Yeah. So, (laughs) this is, I really like the spin they have on this. So, I have seen this movie before. And Mm -hmm. the reason I've seen it is because of you. Do you remember your first podcast you had? Oh. Your very first episode, y'all talked about this and Trick or Treat. I don't remember that. And because you watched, of time. because you talked about them, I watched both of those movies. Oh wow! And now Trick or Treat's my favorite movie. So, oh look at that full circle, right? I completely so, forgot that we talked about yeah uh, this movie too. Holy shit! Yeah. So I mean, that was talk about a million years ago. Yeah, I'm trying um, to even like remember, like literally eleven 13, years ago. Four, yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe longer than that. 2012, 2013, something Yikes. like that. Anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. So, this movie, um, the two main girls, Ginger and B. What's her name? I the wrote sister's name? all of my notes with the actress's real names in them like a ding dong um but they're sisters and when you first meet them you think like they live in the slums and have shitty parents that don't care no they have a wonderful mom wonderful and wonderful dad ginger and and bridget so she probably ginger and bridget yeah and they're just super grungy super um yeah death obsessed yes death obsessed yeah and um Ginger gets bitten by a werewolf. So yeah. first of all, they're like 15 and 16. Yeah. Neither have gotten their periods. That's right. And Ginger gets bitten by a werewolf and then she gets her period. So it's interesting because they kind of equate getting your period with becoming a wolf, mm-hmm. but they're two separate entities, right? Yeah. yeah. So well, it's interesting that they did that. Yeah. And I don't know like how much it's connected because it is odd that they're so old and they still haven't gotten their period yeah and then she gets bitten and all of a sudden she gets her period and yeah. then doesn't bridget get hers like right after bridget gets hers like a couple days later right so yeah and then bridget wasn't bitten so no yeah i don't know so i don't really understand the necessary part of that but I don't yeah, know, whatever other it than works. the metaphor of puberty again, you know. Um, there's also a lot of 
dog death in this one and in yeah. cursed yeah or maybe not cursed just this one there's a lot of dead dogs in this one um the first scene is- made me gag yeah that was fucking gross the girl was it's a was jump gagging. scare yeah <laughs> like i was not expecting that and uh i've yeah. seen this movie before so something's been killing the dogs mm-hmm. um and it's a werewolf surprise <laughs> um also this movie walked so jennifer's body could run yeah yes this mm. i love it i loved comparing the two i'm like this is mother and jennifer's body is baby yes absolutely it's got it's the same vibe exactly yes it's um like a little like she she becomes a werewolf and then Mm -hmm. she's immediately like a badass and mean Mm -hmm. to her sister and she's got all the confidence in the world yeah and then she like attacks the boy turns mm-hmm. him into one mm-hmm. which whatevs uh <laughs> which yeah who cares uh he's yeah. also gross um, yeah he was but it was almost like because like i can't remember like the lines that he had um but it was it was like he was equating to her giving him an std yes um which i think is also another like underlying metaphor and theme here mm-hmm. which you know it's just like jennifer's body love it yeah and i also love the relationship between bridget and ginger like me too the most wholesome sibling especially sister relationship mm-hmm. i think i've ever seen yeah they were literally ride or die for each other mm-hmm. like you i like forgot they were sisters ride or die. yeah 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 i forgot they were sisters until i watched it mm-hmm. but because i was thinking they were friends um but yeah, she tries. So Bridget tries to fix her sister. Yeah, it's not a whole lot of plot other than that, and just no, a lot of it's a hundred percent the script. This movie is just so good, and the actors. Um. So, do you know who Emily Perkins is? Do you recognize her from anything else? The, the name sounds familiar, but I don't. Uh, think she I do. played Young Bev in the in it, like the TV series. It she played Young Bev. Oh yeah. Uh, she looks exactly the same and i don't know how far you watched into supernatural but she's also in supernatural i didn't watch very far uh katherine isabel is also in supernatural as well she's Um, yeah so they both auditioned for this on the same day uh they were born in the same hospital they went to the same preschool the same elementary school and the same private school and they worked through the same agency and they both guest starred in supernatural and the x-files wow a lot of coincidences are they and friends? I, um, I don't. I mean, I would. I would think like now, but I don't. Before that, I don't know. I don't think they were like that's cool frenemies or anything. Um, but I think their chemistry is great. Oh yeah, yeah. They work I... well together as siblings and as friends. They're super believable for me. I just, yeah, I just, I don't have a whole lot to say other than I just really like this movie. Every, I think every teen girl needs to watch this movie. It's a great, like, if if you're in the mood for, like, an angsty, mm-hmm. like, cusp of the 21st century, mm-hmm. 
supernatural movie like if you want to want make a double feature with like the craft and Ooh, that would be ginger snaps yep. you know and just it's uh, it's so good like it's just re- it's a really cool movie it's really it's actually really funny mm-hmm. it's just very well written and yeah i think i, I mentioned in one of the previous episodes i love the like high school mm-hmm. girl like whatever this is, yeah. um, like it's like jawbreakers, mean yeah. girls, craft, like just kind of grungy, kind of gritty, kind of death, and I don't know. I really yeah, like that. The girls, girls coming into their own and harnessing their own like inner power through some supernatural means. Yes, you said that so much more eloquently than I did. And they eat boys. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I'm not killing people. I'm killing, killing boys. boys. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. This is a definite. Movie. Please go watch this. This is like a not a frequent frequent rewatch, but I watch this one again every now and then. Just yeah. Like, whatever the feeling is that this movie gives me, like I'll seek it out and yes, I'll put on Ginger Snaps because that's what I want to feel. I know what you mean. Like, I can't tell you what it is, but no. it like, yeah, it's like, like, I'm, I'm rooting for, um, why did I forget the character names again? Ginger, Jesus Christ, it's Ginger Snaps. Um, <laughs> like I'm rooting for Ginger and Bridget from the beginning. And like, even when Ginger is going through her transformation and being an asshole to Bridget, mm-hmm. like I'm still, I'm rooting for them to like make amends and i mean like there's such payoff yeah like i leave this movie with a good feeling yeah it's really good i definitely agree um yeah i almost said something but it would ruin my um the next two my opinion for my next two so um and the next one my second choice yeah is um an american werewolf in london which i've never seen this until that yeah. you had a wild time then i'm sure because it's a fucking crazy movie i have not stopped thinking about this movie for good reason I, I think i loved it i like, I can't stop thinking about it. And I'm really <laughs> upset because it's the one that I had to pay for. So it's not yeah, like I can go watch it again. Exactly. And I'm going to probably buy the DVD. I even told Shane. I was like, it's probably going to back around it. on streaming. It's probably like once Halloween's over, they'll be like, oh, yeah. let's put it back on. Um, but it, it's on streaming at some point. It's so cozy. Like, yes, it, it again, I said this last time with Rosemary's Baby. But it's a cozy movie. Like mm-hmm. it's co- like I could put this on on a Sunday morning and just relax to it and watch it. And it's just comforting. It's got to just be. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like the because at the very, very beginning, you're in like the English Moors, which is just like the most yes. beautiful countryside in it's, the world. It's and then the you're London in like aspect this, of it. Yeah. And this little pub with all these mean people. And I just love it. I want to be there with all those mean people. Mm-hmm. I love them. God. But uh, this is like, this movie probably set the precedent for 
werewolf effects and like the werewolf transformation for like a lot of movies that came after this bro like it is 1981 okay mm-hmm. we got you got to say the credentials we're getting too excited yes. it's it's so good um so good. directed by john landis which we'll talk about that later mm-hmm. um the synopsis is two american college students on a walking tour of britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals will admit exists uh the tagline is from the director of animal house a different kind of animal i really had to throw that they were trying to pull people who were fans of john landis to come see this movie honestly you don't need it stands on its own Uh, we don't need I didn't realize it was directed by John Landis until I was doing the notes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, like I said, no we'll talk about on him. this man's game either. Like he's an incredible <clears throat> director. He's just got some, uh, some yeah. shoddy business practices. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, so real quick. So I literally found out about this the day before I watched American werewolf in London, or mm. maybe the day I watched it. Yeah, I can't I remember. It, well, you texted me like the day you were watching it. Yeah. And I found out about it. And then when I was doing the notes, I was like, holy shit, that's the same guy. Mm-hmm. So John Landis, I forget what year, um, believe it was after it was this. 84, because I think that's okay. when the Twilight Zone movie came out. Okay, yeah. It so so it would have been 83, 84. Yes, he was directing the Twilight Zone movie. And he, um, forgive me, I don't have the names, but there was um, an actor and then two young children. Yes, they were um, extras from whatever country they were filming in. Um, they were they were acting illegally. They were working yes. illegally. Yes, because mm-hmm. one, they were local to another country, mm-hmm. so not working under American laws, which they should have been anyway because it's an American production. Yeah. And two, they were children and they're only supposed children. to work like, yeah. I don't know, what is it, like six hours a day? Yeah not not following any of those laws no so this actor was holding the children they were like running and there was a um, helicopter above them and the helicopter was flown by like a vietnam vet like a a veteran and um landis kept saying um fly lower Mm -hmm. and the the veteran the pilot was like no like it's dangerous i can't whatever he said fly lower so he flew it lower and it was too low it got out of control it yep. landed on top of the actors decapitated the man and one of the kids yep and crushed the other one and killed them yes and this man john landis went on trial for um involuntary manslaughter mm-hmm. and got off yep. and went on to make the blues brothers yep. and other movies yeah and had a great career. Like I said, the band's incredible. He does wonderful work, but he did not pay for what he did. No. Um, and there's a, I don't know, I've talked about the show before, but there it's called um, Curse Films. Yes. And it's on Shudder. And there's a whole episode about this, um, this incident, or it's about the movie, but um, they talk a lot about this incident and they go into a lot of detail about you know the night it happened and all the circumstances um surrounding it and uh, he was very obviously at fault mm-hmm. and two children died it is just wild to me like that he didn't uh face any justice for it 
And I don't remember if he ever even paid any compensation to the families. Probably not because. No, they got money. Yeah. So I'm not assuming enough. it was from him. No. Whatever it was, it's not enough. You no. Know? Um, but anyway, that yeah. man directed so. this wonderful movie. Beautiful movie. It's so good. Um, it's so good. Notable cast. Brian Glover, who plays the chess player inside the Slaughtered Lamb, which is the pub at the beginning, the one who's like real mouthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the shitty little boy's dad in the company of wolves and i didn't realize that until i i was looking at the cast pictures on imdb and he's got like a weird imdb picture he's like looking to the side and i was like is that the same dude yeah it's the same guy from the company of wolves synchronicity um the most important thing about this movie is that the Special effects are done by Rick Baker. Do you know who Rick Baker is? No, but I have a specific note about these special effects. He is the king of werewolves, period. Uh, Spoiler for Cursed, he did the werewolf design in Cursed as well. Uh, Interesting. This this little (laughs) man right here, the howling, like he is, he is the guy. His, oh my God, I can't even, I love this man so much. So much, he's so amazing. That the Academy Award for makeup was not created until 1981, so they could give it to Rick Baker. He won the first makeup right. Oscar that. when he was 31 years old. Okay, well, and only two werewolf films have gotten Academy Awards for makeup, and the other one was The Wolfman from 2010, also by you guessed it, Rick Baker. Like the man doesn't loose ever okay this was made in 1981 Mm -hmm. these effects are fantastic Mm -hmm. and i gotta say kind of skipping around a little but i have it on my notes i love the different stages that jack is in when he shows up that is in my notes i wrote my three favorite things about this movie one is the werewolf design slash transformation two is the pacing of this movie because it just kind of like pops off like yeah it does there's not a lot of uh what do you like empty scenes in this and then three the continuous decomposition of jack i think is so goddamn funny it's so clever is it is such an like a refreshing Mm -hmm. like you're watching this movie and like for me i wasn't sure what i was watching yeah and then see dead jack and i'm Mm -hmm. I'm like his eyeball and i'm like so it's a little jarring and kind of out of place but it works perfectly yeah don't ask me to explain it i can't so the, the the two leads are um jesus what's the other one's name it's jack and uh Ah, fuck. I love when I have to edit out these empty spaces. And it's always me looking at something on IMDb. Yeah, I mean, I wrote it all down and I didn't write everything down. So I tried to save this. I'm going to start writing this in my notes, character names. Because I forget. David. Uh, David. There we go. So David and Jack are the two main characters. They are warned not to go out at night. Unless they stick to the road by all the people 
in this pub, the slaughtered lamb. They don't listen because they're stupid Americans and yeah. they start walking through the moors and Jack is attacked and killed by a werewolf and yep. David is scratched. Mm-hmm. Uh, David wakes up three weeks later in the hospital. He's been in a coma for three weeks, which where were his parents? They never in come visit country. Him. They're in America. Yeah, he has baby siblings too. Yeah. No one never wants that his parents check up on him and his friend is being buried back in the u.s and the ship his body back and he's buried in the u.s there was a funeral and no one comes to visit david mm-hmm. anyway um uh, so after he wakes up he starts mm, not immediately but pretty soon um feeling weird because he's been scratched by a werewolf mm-hmm. and he starts seeing his dead friend the first time he sees him it's like when he's like mauled and bloody because it yeah, was soon. Yeah. Um, the second time he sees him, he's fucking grody as hell. He's really scary. He looks like, I don't know, he's been burned. Like he's super decomposed. Um, and then the third time he sees him, he's like a skeleton, <laughs> which is really funny. He's like warning him. He's trying to tell him that he has to kill himself. Because he's going to turn into a werewolf and he's going to kill people. I don't love that. Like, I wish there was a better way than him dying. But that's kind of what I love about this particular werewolf story is because, yeah. And a lot of times there is, like in Ginger Snaps, there's a tonic that from Wolfsbane. Wasn't it Wolfsbane? Yeah. Something. Some botanical that she made a tincture from and it would, you know, stop the transformation um in this movie it's just you're screwed if you don't stop it yourself which means just take yourself off this planet you're going to murder people and he does he doesn't remember any of it but he murders six people in one night Mm -hmm. which is more than he can and then he sees them later in the porn uh theater how (laughs) funny that movie called see you next wednesday was made just for this movie it's like a movie inside of a movie um it's a fake porn movie and it's so bizarre i don't know you have to watch like you gotta watch it and just pay a lot of attention to the porn that they're watching because it's wild (laughs) like people just coming in and out of scene like the woman like stopping whatever's going on to answer the phone yeah it doesn't make any sense it's it's great it really you know, now knowing that he did blue, like John Landis did Blues Brothers, it makes sense. And Animal House and this, like, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah. This is definitely like a horror comedy mm-hmm. and it leans heavy into the comedy. Yeah. I told Shane he would like this movie. This is a dad yeah. movie for sure. There's mm-hmm. boobs. Yeah. Boobs. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this like a love scene that's just a little gratuitous. Like it's not gross or anything. It's just it like, is gratuitous and it feels unnecessary. And they had does. to cut that scene down. They did to get the R rating, which and makes me wonder. And he's still uh, the guy who plays David lost his uh, contract with Dr Pepper. Yeah, he did. Yes, which is which why, is how he got the job. Yeah, John mm-hmm. Lynn saw him in a Dr Pepper commercial, and, and he wanted like, that like apple pie, all American boy. Mm-hmm. um yep we saw his peen too because i paid attention <laughs> he when he was running through the zoo um 
a soft flash of that peen. I paused it. I zoomed in. I saw that peen. Oh, I thought <laughs> you did. I was like, no. really? It wasn't no. that like spectacular, but. No, that's something 13-year-old me uh, did with movies, though. Oh, absolutely. And there was just, like, a little nudity. Oh, yeah. Like, we paused it, like, can you see it? <laughs> Go <Anyway>. one, <laughs> one uh, frame at a time. Uh, so, mm. I don't know if you know this. You probably do. Michael Jackson was so impressed with this movie that he hired John Landis to direct Thriller. Mm-hmm. And guess who did the makeup? That's right. Rick Baker. That's awesome. I did not know that. <gasps> that that's why it seems so familiar. It didn't oh, really? click to me. His so Jack's makeup mm-hmm. looked, it just seemed familiar. It's like the yellow eyes. That's exactly what it yeah. is. That's yep. exactly what it is. And I knew that he directed mm-hmm. thriller. I that makes sense. Yeah. This wow. is a Rick Baker fan club, in case anyone yeah. was wondering. Mm-hmm. At least I am. Yeah, everyone needs to watch this movie. Again, I don't think there's a list of movies that you like have to watch to be a horror fan, but I can't find a fault in this one. This is a great like fall movie. Like if yeah. you want to just watch something that's not too scary, it's not Halloween. If nope. you know, and the you're people right, in your it house is for watching Halloween movies <laughs> in September, August, yeah. or April, just watch this movie. It's a yep. nice, cozy fall movie. Yeah. Yep. And England. I love this movie. Me too. I love it. Did oh. I don't think I'll just say any bad thing about any fucking werewolf movie that we watch. It just can't so, happen. Now I can say it. I absolutely loved every single movie that we Yay. covered. And that's the first time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Well, other than Stephen King, do we have it? True. I didn't love Creepshow. True. Yeah, you know what? So this is the first. I didn't love it. So this one's the first, yeah. Nothing bad to say about any of these movies. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thoroughly enjoyed my watching experience. (sighs) Okay. Last one. Mm -hmm. Me and my notes. But not least. I am going to thoroughly geek out on this one because oh, me too. I, I have a lot to say i have a lot of, first uh, of all so the next movie is cursed mm-hmm. it was made in 2005 directed by Re- wes craven and written by mm, let's try that again <laughs> it was written by kevin williamson okay <laughs> got too excited Whittley Witten. it was willie Witten. <clears throat> cursed was directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. Yes. If those names sound familiar, and they, should. they did Scream. Kevin Williamson did Dawson's Creek. He did, um, he had a lot to do with the Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. He did um, Urban Legend. Yeah. I think so. And he did, um, fuck. I know what you did last summer. Yes. So, and of course, Wes Craven. He Nightmare did Freddy. Yeah, he uh, he's he king. is horror. Yeah, he is horror royalty. Absolutely. So R. the R. two of them. First of all, I'm at the when 
this is launched, I will be 35 years old. Yay. And I never knew about oh, yeah. this movie. Kendall's birthday is soon, everyone. It is soon. It's in a week and two days. Yes. Not that I'm counting. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. 35. Um, <laughs> I never knew this movie existed. Not only did I not There's know no this movie existed, I didn't know. Yes. I didn't know it was done by the Scream duo. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it starred Christina Ricci. The Ricci. whole cast. The whole Joshua cast. Jackson. Yeah. Who I absolutely love. Jesse Eisenberg, Judy Greer, Michael Rosenbaum, and Milo Ventimiglia. Mm-hmm. I spelled all those wrong in the notes. It's okay. Um, <laughs> plus a lot of other. So many others. Uh, Portia Del Rossi. Yeah. Maya. Um, uh, there would have been a lot of other people in this movie too. Had all of the my big. Ba- I have a list of horror movie pet peeves that I mm. have been keeping. This is my biggest one: studio interference. Yeah, my biggest just movie pet peeve of all time. So, before we get into the plot, I did a lot of re- well. I did some IMDb trivia research Mm. and it talked about how this movie took two years to come out because there was a lot of shit that went wrong and like it got fucked up what happened exactly harvey weinstein the weinsteins happened to this movie yeah um so I took the I took this one section directly from IMDb because I didn't feel like typing it out and I wanted to say exactly all of this. Yeah. Because speaking of Rick Baker, he also he also did all the werewolf design. Like it's incredible werewolf design. Um and they took almost all of it out and they made him they made them do reshoots with CGI wolves. And it looks like garbage. Like mm, all the CGI mm-hmm. shit looks so stupid. Yeah. This man built werewolves for this movie and i mean you could see from all the other werewolf designs and they kept some of it in here um you know the infamous uh she wolf flipping the bird is yeah his wolf but um once bob weinstein and miramax ordered reshoots of all the scenes with baker's effects they were deleted and k and b which is like another effects team had to take over but even most of their work didn't make it into the final film because Miramax and Bob Weinstein thought their effects didn't look good. So they added a lot of CGI into the film to cover up all the practical effects, like the death scenes and almost all the werewolf scenes. Uh, there are some promotional stills that were shown in magazines like Fangoria at the time of the production, which show some of the removed practical gore effects. Like two years it took for this movie to be there released was because of studio interference other actors involved yes. who uh Did you ski, yep. ski ulrich mandy moore Corey feldman the entire um premise was changed yes the entire script was changed which if and- you're gonna take out ski ulrich and replace <laughs> him with joshua jackson yeah i'm not gonna be mad you know i'm but, not gonna be mad but they, I mean, and all these actors that we just named that were cut, their scenes were already filmed. Like they had plot lines, there were characters, they had to cut the characters because mm-hmm. the, it's two years later and these people can't come back for reshoots. Yeah. Um, so like whole like 
pieces of the movie were cut out and had to be rearranged. Like you can kind of tell the plot is off. It's all over the place. The best parts are when it's just Christina Ricci and uh, Jesse or Christina and Josh or Jesse and Milo or whatever. Um, Excuse me. Uh, um, I think your dog is gay too is my favorite quote in the movie, by the way. (laughs) So fucking funny. What was their zipper? The dog's name is Zipper. Zipper. Gay ass dog. And I don't remember internalized homophobia like being recognized in the early 2000s. Like we were still calling each other gay in the early 2000s as like a joke. And this movie was really like touches on that and i thought that i was like that's really forward for the early 2000s i didn't remember that 2005 which technically it was probably more like 2003 yeah true yeah yeah um so the plot um to go back to that um oh yeah we didn't even mention jesus christ we went off on a team no we we did there's a lot um (laughs) a werewolf loose in los angeles changes the lives of three young adults who after being mauled by the beast, learn they must kill it in order to avoid being werewolves themselves. Is that the right plot? That kind of sounds like the plot of the first movie. That, that's what happens. And like, I don't know, we've both said we love this movie and it's it's a time capsule of the early 2000s. That's one of the reasons I love it. But, and um, <clears throat> half of, like, I feel like you could take half of this cast, put them mm-hmm. in Urban Legend, take the other half, put them in scream mm-hmm. like it's all like kevin williamson soup yeah mm-hmm. and like yes even as much like studio dicking around as there was it still feels like a west craven and a kevin williamson film and it like does. i'm just like i'm so offended that you take the work of west craven this is his only pg-13 horror movie by the way yeah. like mm-hmm. he had to cut so much and even cutting gore and whatever putting cgi they like they fucked with the script so much like the if there wasn't for like the comedy i think and just like the i really just want to see christina ricci on screen yeah like i would be pissed about the you know yeah if if i was watching I'm no offense to Keith Orch. If I was watching him <laughs> instead of Joshua Jackson, I probably wouldn't enjoy it quite as much. I don't mm-hmm. know. I do like Skeet. Anyway, the actors really did it for me. Yeah. Like, I liked every episode or every scene. I'm like, hey, that's what's her face. Hey, that's what's his face. Every you know? time you turn around, every time there's a new <clears throat> scene, like, everyone who pops up is and someone. I gotta know that there are uh, two actors in this movie who played lex luther oh yeah jesse eisenberg yep. and michael rosenbaum yep. and i loved that because michael rosenbaum is my lex luther yeah he's he is the per i i don't even i didn't even see eisenberg play lex i don't want to see him play lex no it wasn't good i didn't i didn't think it would be <laughs> no. but michael rosenbaum is He's so good. I loved Smallville so I much. Too. Do you Jonathan Taylor Thomas was on Smallville? Yes. Oh my God. I lost yes, my I mind. Did. Yeah. God, I loved Smallville. Like anyway, a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, um, 
<clears throat> so other than Rick Baker doing the makeup, Greg Nicotero, who he did The Walking Dead, you'll see him pop up a lot too. Uh-huh. Um, and Patrick Totopoulos, he did um, the werewolves in Trick or Treat. Oh, I love mm-hmm. the design of that. Took all these wonderful makeup artists. They're legendary. They're masters of the craft and they cut all of it out. Like it makes me so mad. Can you do us a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you craft a fun little collage? Okay. Of a bunch of werewolves from films. Yes. So we can put on our Instagram. Yes. Like this. Because like, <laughs> yes, like that. <laughs> but like, you know, you can use um some ones we haven't talked about, uh, like the trick or treat ones. Yeah. I'll just make a big one, a big jumbled one. Yeah. I think that would be cool because yeah. they're all different. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good werewolf design, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for it. One fun fact that I thought was cool was the high school used in this. Oh, yeah. Is the high school is Sunnydale High from yeah. Buffy and also from 90210 and she's all that. I think it's Torrance High School. That's it like, is. I don't know, 20 minutes from where I live. I might go drive by there one day. Are you so, fucking kidding me? Yeah, That's so cool. Very close. I didn't know didn't, that. I didn't know that was the school or else. Yeah, Tor- Torrance there. High School. Yeah. Didn't, don't, mm. Haven't you gone by the murder house? Yeah, so I went to the murder. Well, I didn't go to it because you can't go in there. It's there's right. a big ass fence around it. But I did. Yeah, yeah I did go be obnoxious and take a picture across the street. Charmed house too. Is it? I thought so. I'm trying to like remember what the inside of the charmed house looked like. It might be. You walk in and there's no, maybe not because you walk in and there's the steps and it goes like. Like up and then left, and then you have like a room to the left or into the right. I've been it's watching in Charmed. LA. The Charmed House is something else, it's or a them different house, but it looks similar. Yeah, it's it's different. I it's thought the... they were used for something else. It's the Inez House. What the Charmed House or the or murder the Murder house? house? One of them I thought was used for something else too. That'll have to be some googling. Yeah, anyway. The, that was a the tangent. Charm House is the Inez house. Yeah. It's in LA as well. Um so anyway, yeah. Okay. Even with all of the the background drama, and it's a travesty what happened to this movie. Yeah. It's still a wonderful movie. So good. So you have estranged siblings, Jesse Eisenberg and Christina Ricci, and they get in um they are they get into an accent yeah yes they get into the okay. accident with oh, trigger geez. warning that maya. is a maya yeah. that was a terrible accident yes. so if you're triggered by that like i am that was bad um <clears throat> and eventually they're bitten by a werewolf yeah and jesse is like we're gonna turn into werewolves and christina's like like nah. immediately he just knows it yeah <laughs> like, he's like i was a werewolf yeah <laughs> Because he's a fucking nerd. Yes. Um, And Christina Ricci is dating Joshua Jackson. And Joshua Mm. Jackson's character is like kind of iffy. I didn't trust him from the beginning. He's really sleazy. He has a lot of like women that he used to 
maybe hook up with that continue to pop up in his life? I mean, can you blame them? I'm not a Joshua Jackson girly, but <laughs> Kendall 100% is. God, I love him. I loved him since he was Charlie Conway in Mighty Ducks. Good Lord. Yep. Oh, when he was a little boy. And then I loved him as Pacey. And now yeah. I love him as a, a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> I, need to, I need to focus. Um, <laughs> when he's in his little studio thing and it's got all the wax figures did you catch the one of freddy krueger in the back i did not i did because you know wes craven likes to pop that in there put all his shit and all his other movies yeah which i love yeah um i love a good easter egg so yeah didn't trust him um the plot is kind of iffy um right essentially because we do find out that joshua jackson is a werewolf like it is like we feel weird about him for good reason but there's also another created yeah he created another one who is wild yes he created the werewolf um by having sex with her right yeah judy greer Mm -hmm. which i love when judy greer is judy greer a villain she's such a good bitch she's so great yeah Uh, (laughs) she's a cunt is what she is she's just like She's like the more escalated version of her character in 13 going on 30 yes. in this movie. Yes, she is. Yes. Yeah, she's the cuntier version. So, absolutely. So, she is the bad werewolf that, like, bit the siblings it's just so and weird. killing everybody and is basically out of spite because she wanted Joshua Jackson's character. Like, I hate that is the motive. Because she is almost, I think she literally says, if I jealousy. can't have him, no one else can. And that was not developed well at all. No, it was not. Because I don't think Christina <clears throat> Ricci and him had a lot of chemistry. And it could have been because they mm-hmm. they weren't like on screen a lot together. They weren't. And I don't think they had good chemistry either. Yeah. Um, it was to the point where I forgot that they were dating. Mm-hmm. And also Jesse Eisenberg, I don't know what ages they're supposed to be. They didn't play well to me as like because he's supposed to be in high school. He's in he high looks school. like he's thirty, and then he, yeah, they look like they're the same age. And Christina Ricci is working like an adult ass job, and she's like four foot three or something. Yes. Like she's tiny. She's a tiny lady, and yeah, she's working for um like a it's yeah, supposed a to be like show. the late late show mm-hmm. um. But she's like a coordinator. She's like a producer. Um, she's got like yeah. a bit like a big wig job that she yeah. didn't she get just out of high school. You know? Yeah, she's gotta be like 23. Yeah. And then And he's like maybe 17. I don't um, I didn't believe it, but whatever. <laughs> so that was the only like that's pretty thing much that the whole plot. Like mm-hmm. you got some dead characters, and then you got Milo Vitamilia's character. Who was bullying Jesse Eisenberg, calling him gay. And then he comes out to him. He's like, actually, I'm gay. Um, and he becomes like the hero, like a hero I think your guy. Dog's gay too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's I uh, forgot about that. He is the hero at the end. He he had a redemption. And then he, he even did. brought his girlfriend over to Jesse Eisenberg and is like, hey, truce. You can, yeah. <laughs> you can have her now. Because I'm gay. It was, it was, I like that was 
one of the things in my notes I like when the bad guy becomes um I do too I love a good redemption okay. arc I'm- and that zipper was okay yes thank god because zipper ginger snaps really like traumatized me with the dog yeah death. for sure <laughs> I watched ginger snaps right before I watched this <gasps> oh, so god. well that's good that you watched it that way around and not you know the other way yeah well um so zipper like bit jesse eisenberg's character or something so he got that's also one of my favorite things in basically any vampire movie that you a vampire werewolf movie that you see there's always a it's usually a dog that can tell that a human is not human i love that me too i love that and zipper Zipper. absolutely knows and that's why jesse was like we're werewolves zipper doesn't like me Uh, he I love that about this movie. Like he knows immediately. Mm-hmm. He like he knows all the tropes. Like the dog's I, acting weird. I'm a werewolf, and no one listens to him. Very scream to me. Like very kind of meta. Meta, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like when I like when characters like that aren't stupid. Yeah, like when they're like actually, you know. I know what's X, wrong y, with and me. Z about I wolves. know what's gonna happen to me. Yeah. I know how to stop it. No yeah. one's listening. Yeah, and not I like even that. no one's listening. It's not like he's trying to do anything about it. He just like no one believes him. He's like, okay, yeah. but I'm telling I mean- <laughs> you, I'm just letting everyone know that I will be a werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate to that. Like I told you so. Yeah, I'm a fucking. Werewolf. I don't know how to fix it. I'm not gonna try, but I'm just letting you know. I'm going to kill people. But yeah, I think that was everything that I had written down. But that was essentially the movie. We did kind of talk trash about it, but we yeah. both love this movie. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not backtracking at all. Like, I don't not like this movie at all. I love this movie. It's still a good movie, but I just really. It could have been better. It should have been better. <sighs> it, was, it was. Like 95% of this movie was shot. It was mm-hmm. made. And then the studio cut it down. Like, it makes me so angry. I'm glad that I found that out after I watched it. Because if I knew that going into it, I could probably see the choppiness. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have ruined it a bit. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But four yeah. Four. Watch all these movies. Absolutely. I adored all of them and would watch them all again. Do you want some um, nerdy werewolf history? Yes. I wrote a couple of paragraphs. Because I excited. couldn't help myself. I almost made a PowerPoint presentation, but I, I didn't. Was hoping you would, but I just okay. made a Zoom background and wrote <laughs> some stuff. Because I love werewolves. Ever since I was a wee little child, mm-hmm. werewolves and vampires, man, they're a constant. Werewolves and vampires mm-hmm. is like literally the bread and butter of horror. I feel like for me, the stories are. They can be adapted <clears throat> endlessly and partially because, and I mean, we'll talk about vampires when we get there, but mm-hmm. along with them, werewolf lore is as old as humanity. Well, take the four movies that we did. Mm-hmm. We have a company of werewolves, which was fairy tale. Mm-hmm. We had something more modern with cursed. Mm-hmm. We had, um, you know, the... 1980s just the um 
more of like Mary a traditional London. Yeah. And you did your snaps, which was like a little grungier and grosser. Like a modern retelling. Yeah. And gritty. Mm-hmm. And like they were all different. Mm-hmm but enjoyable in their own ways and i feel like even some of the other things that we referenced in this episode that we didn't cover mm. are different in their own ways too yeah i mean and we're, that's we're what i like in... about monsters like that because yes. you can put them in anything yep. vampires like any you got... time period any part of the world yes um, you got any, like dracula like, people you got fucking Twilight. You got mm-hmm. the invitation. Like, you literally can put them in anything. And we've got horror comedy. Werewolves mm-hmm. show up in horror romance a lot. Yes. Maybe, unfortunately, sometimes, unfortunately, we'll get there. Um, But, like, you could fit these stories into any other genre, any time period, and any place on the planet. Because the story is so old. Like, werewolf mm-hmm. lore has been around since humans started telling stories Mm -hmm. one of the earliest known references to the werewolf creature is from the epic of gilgamesh which was written in 1800 bc like that's old as hell uh the term werewolf comes from old english where meaning man and of course wolf meaning wolf the condition of lycanthropy which is where you know the word lichen comes from is um the curse of the werewolf it's from greek and all like most werewolf stories are european and you're gonna find them like man wolf stories are from europe but we also get some from asia that are were tigers and were leopards if you read the um suki stackhouse series there's yes me and my friends had a whole conversation about that this week panthers there's a were tiger Tiger. and you know what i'll i'll skip ahead to my not i'll i won't skip ahead to the books but i'll just recommend it here just read the sugi stackhouse series they're fun i love it look it's gonna be a journey it is a journey can't do it again but i wish that i had it in me too Mm -hmm. because i just finished true blood it's a lot of books it's a lot of books. I never finished it. I got close, but I caught up. And the last one that I read was because the way she writes them is she'll write like she'll write a book and it's really good. Yeah. The next one's even better. And then the next one, it like climaxes the storyline and it's incredible. And then the next book is shit. Yes. And then she builds up again. It's yeah. like little mountains and peaks. Yes. And when I stopped, I was at the low point of the peak of the, the mountain water. or the peak. Or was it the? Fairy it was. Water? It was right after the fairy war. I think it was like yeah, because I think that was book built ten up or eleven. Mm-hmm. That whatever her getting yoinked into the fairy world at the end, yeah. I think, was what happened. Was when I quit. I was like, I don't give a yeah. fuck about the fairies here. So yeah. But I remember anyway. Quinn being one of my favorite characters. He was the were tiger. Oh, he was boring. He was boring, but he wasn't a fucking jerk off like all the other men who were trying to hook up with Sookie. You're right. So. He called her clit a bean. Okay, never mind. Yeah. And let's retract that. <laughs> I was a Quinn fan in 2000 and I don't know. Nine? What, yeah, when I read Ten? So, yeah, something like that. I'll blame that on 2009, me. <laughs> Don't okay. ever call a clitoris a bean. Oh my God. Anyway, 
So we're tigers and we're leper- leopards from Asia, but then there's also uh, India has uh, a werewolf. He's called the Yepum. And then, of course, in southern Louisiana, we have the Rougarou or the Lukaru, which Shane is a carryover. Has a shirt that has the Rougarou on it. I love it. I love the Rougarou. Mm-hmm. It's a carryover from France, of course, because of, you know, loop. Guru is a French term. Um, the most well-known and I think the most used way that people contract lycanthropy in movies and stories is being bitten or scratched by a werewolf mm-hmm. while the werewolf is in wolf form. Typically how people get it. But in some stories, um, simply putting on a wolf pelt or a wolf skin item like um, a belt or shoes or something will have the character transforming into a wolf. Um, the silver bullet, which is commonly thought to be like the way to kill a werewolf, um, that idea was not popularized until 1935. I believe it was the guy who wrote The Wolfman mm-hmm. was watching The Lone Ranger. And that's where he got the idea for the, the silver bullet from. But there is an old story where silver killing wolves or werewolves um he probably pulled from it uh it was a story from 1764 mm-hmm. about the beasts of Gevodon, which were hybrid wolf dogs that were attacking a village in france and they were attacking this village for three years nobody could kill these things and then this hunter named Jean Chastel finally killed one with a bullet that he made out of silver. And so that just became like a legend. Um, and because the werewolf lore evolved with witch lore, mm-hmm. there were werewolf hunts just like there were witch hunts. So there were people being persecuted and being accused of being werewolves. There wow. were, yeah, there were werewolf trials in Switzerland in the early 15th century. And nowhere near the size of like, you know, the Salem witch trials or the witch trials that were in England, but it did happen. Um, the medical condition porphyria could be responsible for people being accused of being a were- werewolf. The symptoms include photosensitivity, reddish teeth, and psychosis. Hmm. Um, which would be, you know, they can't go out during the day. They'd be mm-hmm. out at night, which, you know, is the whole under the moon thing. And then also um, hypertrichosis, which is just the overgrowth of hair, could also be a reason that some people were being accused of being a werewolf. You know, they used to have, um, there was like a whole family that hypo hypertrichosis that was in a sideshow that traveled around the u.s back when sideshows were a thing and they were like the the wolf people yeah like wolf man yeah mm-hmm. um so the one thing that i have not been able to find a lot of clarity on and actually i was super interested in it is the relationship between the wolf and the full moon mm-hmm. um and i just didn't have time to read a bunch of things but because the moon is most often like associated with witchcraft which is typically a feminine thing the fact that wolves uncontrollably 
our werewolves uncontrollably change under a full moon was interesting to me because lycanthropy is typically like a male condition yeah so unless a lot of the the myths are maybe witches cursing men that mm. would make sense mm-hmm. um i don't have an answer uh if anyone else does i guess let me know educate me because i just didn't um i got tired is what happened <laughs> um but anyway got fatigued just, by those uh, movies we had to watch oh christ yeah <laughs> not these not these. the others we'll talk about <laughs> later but anyway that's a little bit about werewolves um that's just like a little bit honestly there's so mm-hmm. much i mean these stories have been around for literal centuries eons go read about it we will definitely cover werewolves again oh, uh, later on so if there are any werewolf movies we did not cover let us know um that can be our poll question on spotify or a question yeah for the q a what should we cover yeah we will need a poll question though too so maybe what's your a poll question or like an open-ended or should we either gonna say we could do um like what's your favorite um werewolf in film cinema good one what's your favorite yeah yeah cinema um okay so i like i said before i had a whole playlist (laughs) and a novel i scaled it down because it wasn't just what like wolves um it had a lot other types of things so i made it a little more specific to wolves um it's about two hours long so it's a, a nice long playlist not too long um i think a two-hour playlist is kind of short but it's fine um yeah yeah but um any playlist that i reference on here i do put in our link tree on instagram so you can find that along with the slasher playlist the two girls one crypt playlist and the uh haunted house playlist that i did as well Um, so I just picked one of the songs, um, on there that I always associate with werewolves and it's been my favorite, one of my favorite songs for like 13 years whenever I found this album. Um, but it's Howl by Florence the Machine. Shocker. I, (laughs) I mean, she is basically a witch or siren or something. And the fact that she has so many supernatural type songs just it's perfect honestly we could probably use a florence song for every episode that we do it could just be florence every time because that's just how her discography works have a witch one Mm -hmm. she has seven devils she has that song yeah yeah when they use that for the game season four oh my god trailer I go back and watch that sometimes because... And then they had her singing the damn... What's that song she was singing? The Reigns of Castamere? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yeah. <sighs> Excuse the fuck out of me, ma'am. When I first heard that, I was like, is that Florence? Yeah. And I just freaked the fuck out. <laughs> but... Let's not start talking about Game of Thrones. We'll be here for days. Oh, God. Side podcast. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be me sitting here listening to I know. Uh, I'm Misty. Shut up. <laughs> Everybody would hate it, including me. I'd hate myself. We're not doing me that. being like, there's <sighs> I'm not even getting into it because okay, I am because I referenced it. <laughs> There's a character, okay, I've seen Game of Thrones all the way through maybe three times, mm-hmm. and the first time, there was a character I never could remember. Every time he was on the screen, I was like, who's that? Oh and Shane would be like, it's this person, and I'm like, who's that? And he's like, we've literally, we saw him in many seasons, second time watching it, who's that? Who are you talking about? I have to know. Beric Dondarrion. <gasps> Beric Dondarrion has my favorite name in the entire series. He has the best name. I couldn't remember him so long, and I love the character. I love Beric, yes. But I would be like, who's that guy? And Shane would be like, it's Beric Dondarrion, Kindle. He's been around forever. be fair, he has died, what, like seven times and been brought back? And then every time he comes back, he's missing a body part. Yes. So I can understand that. I thought you were going to say, like, Bran, which also would make sense because who gives a fuck about Bran? But no, I unfortunately know who better story than Branda Broken. Let's not get into this, please. Oh my god, I can't. All right, (laughs) tell me. I've been getting angry about it again lately. It's been bad. I've been thinking a lot about it. I've been thinking a lot about where the actual like story is gonna go, like when George actually gives us the books, and um. I'm pretty pissed about it but i won't talk about those books no no talk about i'm gonna and talk I, about i have a werewolf book too that i good. forgot about mm-hmm. i'm gonna need it because surprisingly i have not read much werewolf material at all in my life i sat and thought about it and i was like i don't think i've read many werewolf books yeah um like barely any so i picked up two for this podcast the first one I started reading was Those Across the River. I didn't finish it, but I will recommend it because one, it's by Christopher Buhlman. Christopher Buhlman is like one of the best modern horror writers. He wrote, um, and I think I've talked about this before, Between Two Fires, which is a medieval fantasy horror. And it is one of my absolute favorite books. I've read it two or three times. Uh, the man is an incredible storyteller. He wrote one of my favorite vampire books called The Lesser Dead. It's about mm-hmm. like vampires in the 80s in New York City. Um, it's excellent. And this one, Those Cross the River, is about werewolves. And I 100% recommend this one. I also was like, oh, I have an audible credit. I'm going to pick up another werewolf book. Mm-hmm. So I went and read it. And I saw that someone recommended someone was looking for werewolf folk horror which is like a very specific thing that i am very into i love folk horror and i was like hell yes i want to read a werewolf folk horror Mm -hmm. um and this person recommended actually a lot of people upvoted this comment so i was like okay i'm gonna get this on audible it's called blooding night by tim curran um I didn't enjoy this book at all. I have like an hour left of it and I'm fighting through it. This book was written by and for men. Let's put it that way. Um, 
the folklore aspect of it was kind of the only thing I was into. Like I'd mentioned earlier that some vampire lore, you don't have to be bitten by a werewolf to turn. Mm-hmm. Some characters in the story. So the, the premise is four women wake up and they're bound and figure out they're being hunted. Basically, this is the bloody night and the werewolves are Whoever survived is going to be the werewolf queen who will be mated with. It's disgusting. It's gross. But one of the characters puts on a wolf pelt. Like the pelt is alive. Uh It's like moving. And it's calling to her to put it on. Um, And that was like the only really interesting thing I liked about it. Because it was super creepy. Like Mm -hmm. it's almost like... um, like Texas Chainsaw, like there's pelt hanging from the ceiling. Okay, yeah. And <clears throat> she could smells disgusting. Everything smells rotten. And this pelt is like wiggling and like talking to her and trying to get her to put it on. And like the whatever animal instinct is inside of her is like calling to the pelt too. It's like she can't say no to it. And then, you know, that causes the transformation. And I really liked that. But otherwise do not recommend (laughs) um well i do have a book um i read this last year maybe it is called it's a a graphic novel it's called squad oh that's right mm -hmm, it's by maggie takuda hall and lisa sterl and it's kind of like mean girls meets the craft meets werewolves and I 100% meant to read this before mm-hmm. and 100% forgot. So I will be picking that up. There's really n- like they're basically that's pretty much all you need to know. It's really good. Um, if you tell I me Mean it. Girls in reference to any kind of like, I mean, anything really. If we've got Mean Girl werewolves, like I'm yeah. sorry, give it it's, to me. It is. It's like Mean Girls craft squad. Yeah. Like yes, equal squad. I already love it. Plus and girls, I haven't yeah. even haven't looked at it. Yeah, it's it was really good. I mean, it's a graphic novel. It was really quick. Um, I actually would have loved more mm-hmm. books. Um, but it was. I wonder really if good there art. are any sequels planned because that's that's a somewhat recent, um, mm-hmm. recent release. I don't it know. is recent. But yeah, so I guess we're ready to spin. Yeah, what a chill episode. I mean, chill as in uh-huh. we just loved everything. Yeah, I was not chill inside. I was not very <laughs> chill in my heart. But I feel like we were tamer than I expected. Um, maybe it's because it's a Friday. I don't know. It's the full moon. Uh, it is the full moon. It has been a week, yo. Yeah, it is. It has. It's been a gay, guys. Yeah. So yeah. it's a Kindleism that I will never not say. It is like a ten-year-old Kindleism too, or like a twelve-year-old Kim, or like eleven. Not I was eleven, but like yeah, it's eleven years it's old. It's been going on for eleven years. Yeah, it is. It will never die. It's in my. I say it to myself sometimes. It's been a gay. It's been a gay. <sighs> just in my head, like every and that day. was just that was a Facebook typo. It's that's the best it was. Facebook typo that's ever happened. Oh, okay. So 
last episode, I talked about how the wheel was. I always have, I always have to do something. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I got to make this with perfect. It. You can't not touch it. Um, it was in alphabetical order, but okay. then I realized I was kind of like, it spins in the same way. Okay. So I don't know if it's getting, everything's getting the same amount of attention. I see. Yeah. I would be so afraid it's, of that too. It's random now. Okay. But I can put it back in order just to make sure like everything's there, you know, because the reason I did it in alphabetical order is so I could make it, uh, make sure it was accurate to the yeah, list easier that we have. to find uh what because sometimes we'll just like text each other and be like hey is this on the list yeah yeah and That's instead exactly of why. having to like yeah look through everything if it's in alphabetical order it's way easier it's way easier <clears throat> all right so we're gonna make sure the sound's on are you ready i am ready okay it can't be better than werewolves so Is it better than 1950s. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's what I haven't even thought about. Oh. Okay. This one's probably going to be a lot of movies that I have not seen. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. All right. Uh, fucking Google, please come in clutch. Okay. I have one. Okay. Ooh. I have another one, but I don't know if I want to use that for, for Hitchcock. Another... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to save that for Hitchcock, I think. Okay. Um, so this one, The Bad Seed. Ooh, good choice. Yeah. I've actually not seen it. Me either. Let me write this down. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Uh, wait. Ooh, is that the one I want to pick? Oh my god. There are actually so many excellent choices. Yes, there are. Um this is hard. Santa Claus versus the devil? Shut the hell up. Is that on anything? Because let's <laughs> <all> see. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me look on just watch. <laughs> that just like called my name. Santa Claus versus the devil in the 1950s. I have to know. <laughs> oh my god, this is hard, Kendall. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to pick. First of all, all of our like universal monsters. Yeah. Um well and Hitchcock too. Yeah. So we gotta be careful to kind of save some for both of those. Because I was doing this earlier today. Um, trying to gather like some random, you know, like I wanted to have some ideas. Yeah. And I was looking at 60s movies and some of the 60s movies were Hitchcock ones. And I'm like, well, what would I pick for Hitchcock? So. Okay. Santa Claus versus the devil is on to me. I'm going to pick that one because I just have to. What the hell? Apparently, it's also just called Santa Claus. Yeah, it's just called Santa Claus on IMDb. Um, this has a rating of 2.7 out of 10. Awesome. I'm fucking stoked. I'm so excited for that. Me too. Okay. The Screaming Skull? What is that about? 
Tarantula. Oh, hell yes. You know, it's got some grody special effects. The Crawling Eye. Mm, bucket of Blood. Mm. You just said that, didn't you? Yeah. The Blob. With Steve McQueen. Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Okay. I'm going to choose um, an old favorite of mine. Have you seen Plan 9 from Outer Space? No, I just... I just voted one that. of the worst movies ever made. Okay. Um, now we'll do that one. From old Ed Wood with Bill Lugosi. Oh. And Vampira. That's fun. Yeah. It's so good. It's so okay. bad. It's so good. Let's do Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Hell yeah. I love that pick. Yeah. Because I don't Ooh, I'm I haven't excited. seen this version. I saw the 1970s version, but a long okay. time ago. So yeah, we're gonna have to go into these movies in the mood to watch some really very practical special effects. Yeah. And I can't wait. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Till next time. Till next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.